Hello everyone, welcome to Knox Bedtime Stories. I'm your friend Joey, here with another episode to help you relax, feel safe, and fall asleep. It is 11.15pm, and today I'm going to be reading you some super chill poems that I handpicked. Most of these paint beautiful pictures of snowy woods and other nice backdrops like that. Before we get to the stories, I want to read you a quick news story. With all the bad stuff you see on the news that causes anxiety before bed, I have decided to read a good news story. This story is proof to parents that kids do learn lessons from video games, and those lessons can save lives. Boys survives moose attack thanks to World of Warcraft. Hans Jorgen Olsen, a 12-year-old Norwegian boy, recently survived a moose attack by feigning death, just like you learn at level 30 in World of Warcraft. In WoW, feign death is a skill acquired by hunters at level 30 that allows them to take a page from the possum playbook, collapse to the ground, and convince their enemies who lose all ingrained animosity in the process that they've died. According to Norwegian site Natavisen, Hans and his sister apparently enraged one of the local moose, mooses, meese, during a walk in the forest near their home. After shouting at the giant creature to ward it away from his sister, Olsen dropped to the ground and presumably his life bar plummeted to zero. Moose have never been known as the wisest creatures in the forest, and the boy's show of necrosis seems to have worked, as both he and his sister survived intact. It's easy to decry video games as a menace to society, but in a world where MMOs save adorable, toe-headed Norwegian children from a deadly moose, can they really be that bad? So, I hope you got a little amusement from that news article. And just remember to stay away from the news sites and Facebook if you can. They're only going to distort your reality. 95% of people on this planet are good people, like yourselves. If you want good news, come here and hang with me. Alright, let's get to tonight's stories, or poems. I've set these to relaxing music in this lovely fireplace. If you're not already laying down, please do so now in whatever way is comfortable. And let's begin. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, Suddenly, there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly, I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly, I wished the morrow, Vainly I had sought to borrow From my book surcease of sorrow Sorrow for the lost Lenore For the rare and radiant maiden Whom the angels name Lenore Nameless here forevermore And the silken sad uncertain rustling Of each purple curtain 
thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door." Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door. That I scarce was sure I heard you, here I opened wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thereat is, and this mystery I explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door. Perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door. Perched and sat, and nothing more. Then, this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, but the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such name as Nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only, that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken, by reply so aptly spoken, 
doubtless, said I, that it utters so its only stock and store. Caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster, followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of hope that melancholy burden bore, of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling all my fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy thinking, what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining, that the lamplight gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining, with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite, and nepenthe from the memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind nepenthe, and forgot this lost Lenore. Quaff the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent, or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead, tell me, tell me, I implore, Quaff the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden, it shall clasp a sainted maiden, whom the angels name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallet bust of palace just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore.
A Dream by Edgar Allan Poe In visions of the dark night, I have dreamed of joy departed, but a waking dream of life and light hath left me broken-hearted. Ah, what is not a dream by day to him whose eyes are cast on things around him with array turned back upon the past? That holy dream, that holy dream, while all the world were chiding, hath cheered me as a lovely beam, a lonely spirit guiding. What though that light throw storm and night so trembled from afar, what could there be more purely bright in truth's day star? The Star by Sarah Teasdale A white star born in the evening glow looked to the round green world below and saw a pool in a wooded place that held like a jewel her mirrored face. She said to the pool, O wondrous deep, I love you, I give you my light to keep. O more profound than the moving sea that never has shown myself to me. O fathomless as the sky is far, hold forever your tremulous star. But out of the woods as night grew cool, a brown pig came to the little pool. It grunted and splashed and waded in, and the deepest place but reached its chin. The water gurgled with tender glee, and the mud churned up in it turbidly. The star grew pale and hid her face in a bit of floating cloud-like lace. The Village Street by Abijah M. Ide. In these rapid restless shadows, once I walked at eventide, when a gentle silent maiden walked in beauty at my side. She alone there walked beside me, all in beauty like a bride. Pallidly the moon was shining on the dewy meadows nigh, on the silvery silent rivers, on the mountains far and high, on the ocean's starlit waters where the winds a weary die. Slowly, silently we wandered from the open cottage door, underneath the elm's long branches to the pavement bending o'er, underneath the mossy willow and the dying sycamore. With the myriad stars and beauty, all bedight the heavens were seen. Radiant hopes were bright around me, like the light of stars serene. Like the mellow midnight splendor of the night's irradiate queen. Audibly, the elm leaves whispered peaceful pleasant melodies, like the distant murmured music of unquiet lovely seas. While the winds were hushed in slumber, in the fragrant flowers and trees. Wondrous and unwanted beauty, still adorning all did seem. While I told my love in fables, neath the willows by the stream. Would the heart have kept unspoken, love that was its rarest dream. Instantly away we wandered, in the shadowy twilight tide. She, the silent, scornful maiden, walking calmly at my side. With a step serene and stately, all in beauty, all in pride. Vacantly, I walked beside her. On the earth mine eyes were cast. Swift and keen, there came unto me bitter memories of the past. 
On me, like the rain in autumn, On the gone leaves cold and fast. Underneath the elms we parted, By the lowly cottage door, One brief word alone was uttered, Never on our lips before. And away I walked forlornly, Broken-hearted evermore. Slowly, silently I loitered, Homeward in the night alone. Sudden anguish bound my spirit, That my youth had never known. Wild unrest, like that which cometh When the night's first dream hath flown. Now, to me the elm leaves whisper Mad discordant melodies, And keen melodies like shadows Haunt the moaning willow trees. And the sycamores with laughter Mock me in the nightly breeze. Sad and pale the autumn moonlight Through the sighing foliage streams, And each morning midnight shadow, Shadow of my sorrow seems. Strive, O heart, forget thine idol, And, O soul, forget my dreams. Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening By Robert Frost Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here To watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it's queer To stop without a farmhouse near. Between the woods and frozen lake The darkest evening of the year He gives his harness bells a shake To ask if there's some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep Of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, But I have promises to keep, And miles to go before I sleep, And miles to go before I sleep. The Devonshire Lane by John Marriott In a Devonshire lane as I trotted along, The other day much in want of a subject for song. Thinks I to myself, I have hit on a strain. Sure marriage is much like a Devonshire lane. In the first place tis long, and when once you are in it, It holds you as fast as the cage holds a linnet. For however rough and dirty the road may be found, Drive forward you must, since there's no turning round. But though tis so long, it is not very wide, For two are the most that together can ride. And even there tis a chance, but they get in a pother, And jostle and cross and run foul of each other. Old poverty greets them with medicine looks, And care pushes by them overladen with crooks, And strife's grating wheels try between them to pass, Or stubbornness blocks up the way on her ass. Then the banks are so high, both to the left hand and right, That they shut up the beauties around from the sight. And hence you'll allow, tis an inference plain, That marriage is just like a Devonshire lane. But thinks I too, these banks within which we are pent, With bud blossom and berry, are richly besprent. And the conjugal fence which forbids us to roam, Looks lovely when decked with the comforts of home. In the rock's gloomy crevice, the bright hollow grows, The ivy waves fresh 
over the withering rose. The ivy waves fresh over the withering rose, and the evergreen love of a virtuous wife smooths the roughness of care, cheers the winter of life. Then long be the journey and narrow the way, I'll rejoice that I've seldom a turnpike to pay. And whatever others think, be the last to complain, though marriage is just like a Devonshire lane. In Possum Land by Henry Lawson In Possum Land the nights are fair, the streams are fresh and clear, no dust is in the moonlit air, no traffic jars the ear. With possums gambling overhead, neath western stars so grand, Ah, would that we could make our bed tonight in Possum Land. A Landscape by Charles Baudelaire I would when I compose my solemn verse Sleep near the heaven as do astrologers Near the high bells and with a dreaming mind Hear their calm hymns blown to me on the wind out of my tower with chin upon my hands, I'll watch the singing, babbling human bands, and see clock towers like spars against the sky, and heavens that bring thoughts of eternity, and softly through the mist will watch the birth of stars in heaven and lamplight on the earth, the threads of smoke that rise above the town, the moon that pours her pale enchantment down. Seasons will pass till autumn fades the rose, and when comes winter with its weary snows, I'll shut the doors and window casement tight, and build my fairy palace in the night. Then I will dream of blue horizons deep, of gardens where the marble fountains weep, of kisses and of ever-singing birds, a sinless idol built of innocent words, and trouble knocking at my window pane, and at my closet door shall knock in vain. I will not heed him with his stealthy tread, nor from my reverie uplift my head, for I will plunge deep in the pleasure still of summoning the springtime with my will drawing the sun out of my heart, and there with burning thoughts making a summer air. A Song in the Night by George MacDonald A brown bird sang on a blossomy tree, sang in the moonshine merrily. Three little songs, one, two, three, a song for his wife, for himself and me. He sang for his wife, sang low, sang high, Filling the moonlight that filled the sky. Thee, thee, I love thee, heart alive. Thee, 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 and thy round eggs five. He sang to himself, what shall I do? With this life that thrills me through and through. Glad is so glad that it turns to ache. Out with it, song, or my heart will break. He sang to me, man, do not fear though the moon goes down and the dark is near. Listen my song and rest thine eyes. Let the moon go down that the sun may rise. I folded me up in the heart of his tune and fell asleep with the sinking moon. 
I woke with the day's first golden gleam, and lo, I had dreamed a precious dream. A Party of Lovers by John Keats Pensive they sit and roll their languid eyes, nibble their toast and cool their tea with sighs, or else forget the purpose of the night, forget their tea, forget their appetite. See with crossed arms they sit, ah, happy crew, the fire is going out and no one rings. For coals, and therefore, no coals Betty brings. A fly is in the milk pot, must he die? By a humane society. No, no, Mr. Werder takes the spoon, inserts it, dips the handle, and lo, soon. The little straggler saved from perils dark, across the teaboard draws a long wet mark. Arise, take snuffers by the handle, there's a large cauliflower in each candle. A winding sheet, ah me, I must away to number seven, just beyond the circus gay. Alas, my friend, your coat sits very well. Where may your tailor live, I may not tell. Oh, pardon me, I'm absent now and then. Where might my tailor live, I said again. I cannot tell. Let me no more be teased. He lives in Wapping, might live where he pleased. The Musical Ass by Tomas Oropesa The fable which I now present occurred to me by accident. And whether bad or excellent is merely so by accident. A stupid ass this morning went into a field by accident and cropped his food and was content, until he spied, by accident, a flute which was some oblivious gent had left behind by accident. When sniffling it with eager scent, he breathed on it by accident, and made the hollow instrument emit a sound by accident. Hurrah, hurrah, exclaimed the brute, how cleverly I play the flute. A fool in spite of nature's bent may shine for once by accident. Thank you all for listening. I put a ton of time into these episodes, so if you found the podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave me a kind review on iTunes. I wish you all a wonderful night's sleep and a happy, peaceful life. Good night.